Radio. The Journey with Dave and Dodsey, an initiative of the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong and Pulse 94.1. It's now time for The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. Welcome to The Journey on Pulse 94.1. I'm Dodsey. I'm Dave. How are you, Dodsey? I'm great, mate. It's good to be back in the red chair behind the mic again. How's your week been? Very interesting week as usual. I got to attend the men's breakfast, the Men Alive men's breakfast for the first time in the Illawarra. It was great to be around a bunch of blokes who had a bit of a discussion of how sometimes it's difficult to express your faith out there in the world. We'll talk a little bit about that breakfast later in the show. What have you been up to, Dodsey? Mate, I've been to Darwin to check out what the top end has to offer. Look, my wife and I spent a few days in the capital and then we took the garden down to Alice Springs via Catherine. We had a bit of a gawk at some of the natural beauty of the forests and waterways around Catherine. And I'll tell you what, Dave, God was certainly doing some of his greatest work when he created that part of the world. It makes me stop and think about how intricate these designs are. Look, forget modern technology. God's where it's at for creativity. It sure is a great part of the world. I've done a number of road trips up to Darwin and back. Anyway, grand final day. What are you up to, Dodsey? Mate, just the usual, a few friends and family watching the game. Actually, I'm going to bang on a bit of a barbecue. It's more of a chance for a get-together than anything else, Dave, especially seeing that the Mighty Dragons aren't playing. Anyway, what's coming up on the show, Dave? Well, we've got all of our regular segments. Really? What about Sister Hilda? Yep. Plus, Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy, the Parolas with their marriage tips. And are we going to hear from Pete Gilmore and Trish McCarthy? I love their stuff. Yep, me too. They'll be coming up later on in the show, as well as lots of great music. We're also going to hear from some of the blokes from the Men Alive movement in the Illawarra. They held a prayer brekkie recently. And we'll also get to hear from Bishop Peter Comensoli, who spoke at the event. As I said earlier, I was there, and I tell you, it was a really good morning with some great blokes sharing their faith. Sounds brilliant, mate. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on Cradio. Here's this week's Reflection on the Gospel. This week's Gospel from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17. The Apostles asked Jesus, increase our faith. Well, we'd all like to have a lot of faith. But Jesus said, just as big as a mustard seed, the smallest of all the seeds. What does having faith mean? Well, what about the wife in her 80s, caring for her husband who has Alzheimer's. There's no thanks. There's no acknowledgement. He might not even know who she is. But for the wife, there's this utmost fidelity, the sense of duty, a practical love. She gives peace to her husband and he doesn't even realise it. Having faith means being faithful. Having faith means an obligation to service, a sense of duty, a sense of responsibility giving practical love like that wife in her 80s, so faithful over so many years, loving but yet at this age not able to have her husband responds. Faith doesn't demand that you pay me back. Being a disciple of Jesus is not looking for a reward, not looking for payment in any way, but simply being faithful to the command of Christ, love one another as I have loved you. That way, We increase our faith. And now, inspiring you to dream, here's Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy. Sometimes when you go on a spiritual retreat, it seems like you can almost feel God burning inside you. What may have seemed like a distant God suddenly feels closer than ever before. 
You convince yourself that this time the fire will be forever. The light will not go out, the heat will not fade. But then Monday comes and sinks its teeth into your retreat reality. And the shine of your Jesus moment begins to fade a little. You doubt, you fear, you question, things go quiet. God's love doesn't feel like a waterfall or rain. It feels like an idea and a piece of paper and not a heartbeat inside your heart. It must be you. Surely everyone else is still on fire. What kind of person can't hold on to a God moment for more than three days after a retreat or a great sermon? And you call yourself a Christian. You'll never be good enough to be a real Christian, you say to yourself. Well, that's a lie. That is not the voice of God. Faith is more than a fire and it's more than a feeling. Sometimes it can only be embers. Sometimes the night is so dark and so long that the quiet glow of just three coals is all you have. Some days there will be a fire. It'll blaze into the night sky, rivaling the stars. Other days, you'll glow, but not burn. The fire's not out. The fire starter is not gone. But faith is more than a fire. It's more than a feeling. And if you can't feel yours right now, don't give in to doubt. Come closer to the glow, no matter how small it feels. Stand closer to the flicker. Cloud around the one small spark if that's all you've got. Listen for his whisper. For though we want his love to always rage like a furious hurricane, often it is just a whisper. Listen for his whisper. Why don't you join me at thecatholicguy.com and remember, wherever you are around the world today, God is never far from you. You're listening to The Journey on Pulse 94.1. Just then we heard from the Catholic guy with his weekly segment, great insights from Bruce Downs once again this week. I know lots of people listening to the show to hear Bruce, who's run regional parish events all around the Illawarra. Yep, he's a busy man, Dodsey, running events all around the country to help make Jesus known and loved. Time's running out for our listeners to register for a great little six-week course being run at both Bulleye and Roos on the Gospel of St. Luke and to study all of its great stories of compassion like the Good Samaritan, the Prodigal Son and the Walk to Emmaus. It's going to be run from October the 10th at 9.45 to 2pm at St. Joseph Church. That's at 48 Park Road, Bulleye and at St. Thomas More Church in Acacia Avenue, Roos. Now, to book your spot, contact Darren McDowell. He's on cfl at dow.org.au or you can call him on 4 Here's Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. There's a recognised illness in Christchurch, New Zealand right now. You know how much those people have suffered in the earthquakes. And right now... Many of them are reporting with heart-related illnesses, some even dying. It's actually been called the broken heart syndrome. You know, I imagine right now, in the horror that is Syria, people are not only dying from chemical warfare or bullets or torture, they're actually dying from a broken heart. Anyone who's ever loved knows what a broken heart's all about. Perhaps as you listen to me today, you too know a broken heart. Perhaps a relationship's finished and you're left wondering where and how to proceed. Perhaps your son or daughter is left home under unpleasant circumstances. Perhaps you're right now sitting in your chair and unable to move with the weight of grief that's on you. Perhaps the job, the career that you've invested your whole working life in has ended. There hasn't even been a thank you for you for all the years of service. 
Perhaps you brought this broken heart on yourself even. Look, it doesn't matter. A broken heart is a broken heart. Supposedly, there are lots of remedies for a broken heart. I know there are lots of ways to dull the pain. Alcohol, excess of every kind. Anything that will numb the excruciating and relentless pursuit of this sometimes unseen agony. But I only know of one real remedy. It's to take your broken heart to Jesus and tell him about it day after day after day, minute after minute after minute, if that helps. In the Beatitudes, we're promised, Blessed are those who mourn, they will be comforted. There is a God who puts the kettle on and sits down and says, Come and tell me about your broken heart. Oh yes, I know, you told me about it half an hour ago, but that doesn't matter. Tell me again. God knows we have to tell the story over and over and over again. There's something else too. We're talking to the one who died, not of wounds and lacerations or asphyxiation, but one who died of a broken heart and who then rose above it and took us with him. If you continue to talk to him, I promise there will come a day when you will no longer be defined by that broken heart. You'll be defined by the new life that was only possible because somebody bigger and stronger than you took it from you. You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. We're now going to hear some interviews that our producer Jude Hennessy did at a recent breakfast. It was run by the Men Alive crew in the Illawarra. And as I said earlier, Dodsey, I went along and it was a great morning, a brilliant feed. But more importantly, it was the opportunity to have a bit of prayer, share faith and have some really good formation with some really solid men who are committed to Christ and their faith. Yeah, you said before, Dave, that Bishop Peter A. Commonsoli was the guest speaker. Now, I know he was a priest in Illawarra before being made a bishop in 2011, and now he works as the Auxiliary Bishop of Sydney. I bet he was glad to be back on home turf in the gong. Actually, yeah, he was. I think he opened with the line that you can take the boy out of the gong, but you can't take the gong out of the boy. It was obvious that he loves the Illawarra and the Diocese of Wollongong, and he was pleased to be back home. He said some really powerful things to the group about witnessing to Jesus in our everyday lives and encouraging people to be prayerful. It was really interesting to hear him speak about how he was asked to be bishop and hear about the journey he took to get to that point. I guess his whole input focused on being willing and able to say yes to God, no matter what gets thrown our way. Yeah, too true, mate. Well, here it is, the interview that Jude Hennessy did with some of the guys from Men Alive at the recent prayer breakfast. I'm here with Vince Fitzwilliam at the Men Alive breakfast, which is being held in Wollongong. Thanks for being here with us on the journey this morning, Vince. Thanks, Jude. Great to see you again. Vince, you've been involved with Men Alive for quite a period of time and uh, are one of the key organisers in the Diocese of Wollongong. Tell us a little bit about the Men Alive movement. The Men Alive movement was started by a small group of men in Queensland. This resulted from some soul-searching and research into why there weren't as many people attending on a regular basis. Um, one would have thought that uh, the biggest numbers would be amongst the youth, but to their surprise they found that the biggest exit is taking place in the sense of uh, physical presence in the church anyway. Uh, the numbers who weren't attending was the men. They might still have that basic belief, but they weren't there physically present. So this small group of men felt they had to do something about this. Vince, we're really lucky to have Bishop Comensoli here with us this morning. And, uh, and he's spoken about a number of things this morning, particularly about saying yes to God. What are some of the ways that the Men Alive movement really encourage men to walk their journey of faith every day? 
Men Alive invites a man to daily prayer. The source of this is the sacred scripture, the Bible. But again, without this spiritual input, one can find that uh, very easily they're lacking in that strength to live out this mission. So I would see that uh, in total there is that encouragement to read the sacred scriptures, to fellowship with each other, to get involved in the church and to find a new life that is provided within the church when we look for that deeper grace. Vince, one of the big things that the Men Alive movement is on about is getting men to really embrace their faith and be active in the way that they share their faith with others. Critical in that is um, is getting men to be prayerful each day. Can you just tell me how Men Alive encourages men to pray? Men Alive encourages them to take up their basic belief in God and to live it out, but to realize that uh, I personally haven't got the strength to do this just using my own natural talents, but I need to regularly call upon the spiritual strength that God alone gives me. And so there's a challenge with Men Alive that as a Christian man, you have to commit to prayer. And the prime source of that prayer, of course, is found in the sacred scriptures, the Bible. In fact, if uh, one attends a Men Alive weekend, we we give each man a stone. Um, You have to carry that around in your pocket. And it's a reminder, this little weight in your pocket, that that you've made a commitment. And that commitment is, is to 30 days of prayer. And we all know that if you commit to something for 30 days, it forms a habit in your life. Vince, if men in the church want to get involved with the Men Alive movement, who can they contact? Uh, nationally, you can refer to the website, which is menalive.org.au. And uh, to find out what is happening locally, you can call me on 0413 126 095 or email me at vincefits7 at yahoo.com.au. Vince, thanks for talking to us on The Journey. Thanks, Jude. I'm joined now by Jeff DeBattista. Jeff, thanks for being here with us on the journey this morning. Are you having a good morning at the Men Alive Breakfast? Yeah, good day, Jude. I am having a great morning here at the Men Alive Breakfast. It's great to see so many men here. What are some of the things that you hope men get out of being associated with Men Alive? I hope that through being involved in Men Alive that the men develop um, a prayer life um, and develop a, a great relationship with God through this. And also what's really good about Men Alive and and it, it provides an opportunity for men to share with each other and to challenge each other and, and basically a means of keeping each other honest in our journey as Christian men and, and through particularly the basic simple things in life like how we deal with other people or um, when when we're tempted or challenged or um, being patient with others and um, just doing those simple things well is something that I hope that they get out of men alive. Jeff, a lot of the guys seem to have been really encouraged by what Bishop Commonsoli had to say this morning at the Men Alive Breakfast. What did you think of, of his input? Bishop Commonsoli's input was great this morning. It was very down-to-earth and very practical. I think the key message from uh, his talk this morning was the notion of saying yes uh, and saying yes to, to God, uh, particularly in the small things within our life, the little day-to-day encounters we have with other people and... Um, the little acts of service that present themselves in our daily life. Jeff, I know the Men Alive movement really encourages men to read the scriptures daily and to reflect on it prayerfully. Can you give us a really quick rundown on what SOAP is all about? I'm sure Vince has already mentioned how we encourage men to committing to regular daily prayer and SOAP is a way by which we encourage men to do this. 
Now, basically, SOAP is an acronym, and it's an acronym um, to help you remember the steps. And basically, it's about uh, Lexio Divina, which is basically praying with the scriptures. Now, the S stands for scripture, and you begin with the, the scripture. We like to use the scriptures of the day, the readings at Mass, and we read them through. And any word or little phrase or a sentence that may strike us, we, we, we may focus on that. The O stands for observation, and we record any observations that we see in the scripture and, and the deeper message within that. A stands for application, and this is the part where we look at the scripture, we look at the observation, and then we apply it to our own life. And normally we actually choose this scripture because it relates to something in our own life at that particular time. The P stands for prayer, and during this step we talk with God and we journal a prayer regarding the application of the day's scripture in our daily life. So Jeff, it sounds like Men Alive is just really encouraging men to pray the scriptures. And you mentioned there the fact that you're getting guys to write stuff down too. What's what's that all about? Well, actually each of the four steps um, is journaled, and this is just a, a way of keeping our prayer focused, and this helps us to apply the scripture to our daily lives. So if the men follow the uh, daily mass readings, they will, across three years, have prayed through the whole Bible. So that's a pretty special thing. I actually meet with a bunch of blokes pretty regularly to do soap, and we just get together um, down at uh, North Beach, nice and early in the morning. What a beautiful location and a great place to uh, reflect upon uh, the Word of God. Jeff, sounds like Men Alive are doing some great work. Thanks very much for being here with us on the journey this morning. Thanks for having me, Jude. Well, I wasn't there, Dave, but you get a sense from that interview that it was a great morning and the simple things that the guys from Men Alive encourage men in the church to do every day is helping to make an authentic witnesses to Jesus. Yeah, for sure, Dodsey. And it was the first time I'd really met Bishop Commonsoli. Really warm man, good encouraging speaker, and I know the 60-odd fellows who were able to attend left feeling really enriched by the Men Alive brekkie. On that Dodsey, Men Alive run regular events in the Diocese of Wollongong, so if you want to get involved, contact Vince Fitzwilliam on 0413 126095. It's a great way for men of faith to be nourished and encouraged in their journey. I agree, mate. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. I've heard that the two most common phrases in our language today are Google it and I have an app for that. A plethora of information is available to us at the touch of a button, overwhelmingly so. One thing I've found useful in my journey is developing a discerning heart. The book of Proverbs wisely advises, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. When it comes to diets and nutrition, a discerning question I'll ask myself takes the shape of, is it sustainable over a long period of time? There are many approaches to nutrition. High fat, low fat, low carbs, no carbs, zone, paleo, Atkins, and each have their advantages and disadvantages. However, in my experience, I don't want to get healthy instantaneously. I want to be healthy. I don't want to get fit and well momentarily. I want to be fit and well. So the actions I take today want to be sustainable for a lifelong pattern of health and wellness. After reading, experimenting, playing, creating, listening to my body and reflecting, I've found a balance in the foods I consume that is sustainable, life-giving, energising and nourishing. For one week, try and extend yourself to switch off to marketing, advertising, gimmicks and the like and practice listening to your body. When buying food for the week, stick to the edges of the supermarkets and only get the essentials from middle aisles. Better yet, 
Head to the fruit and veg market and shop for your week's needs based on what's available. Add a little bit of meat, a few nuts and seeds, a few herbs and spices for seasoning and record how your body responds. Then make some judgments and commitments based on your experience. The gift of your body is wiser than you might think. Flex and strengthen your discerning heart muscle, not just spiritually but physically too. And now with their tips for vibrant marriages and family life, here's Byron and Francine Parola with Smart Loving. Hi, we're Byron and Francine Parola from smartloving.org. We're now in the third week of a five-part series on the art of apology. In part one, we talked about the importance of admitting our error without qualifying it with but or if statements. Just simply accept responsibility without excuses. Last week, we addressed the need to acknowledge the harm caused by our actions. And today we're going to talk about the third aspect of apology, expressing sorrow. I'm sorry, okay, is not an apology in anyone's language. So often people think that if they just say the words, I'm sorry, then it is enough. Well, the words have to be said with genuine sorrow and regret. They have to be heartfelt. And if you have firstly admitted your error and secondly acknowledged the harm, they should be. In fact, if you don't feel deep, authentic sorrow after doing the first two steps, you either didn't do them properly, so we suggest you go back and do them again, or there's something actually wrong with you and you need to see a psychologist. Seriously, we're not being funny here. Get some help. Some people find this harder than others. They think that saying sorry is humiliating or makes them weak and inferior. Others simply say it too readily without having any meaning or they say it out of fear rather than genuine repentance. For your expression of sorrow to be effective, it has to be genuine and it has to be heartfelt. Here's how you know. If you can say the following with sincerity, you've got it. I am so sorry for the way that I've hurt you. I can't express how much I regret my actions and I'm so sorry for hurting you. I am overwhelmed with sorrow for the way that I failed to love you. They are simple statements, but they carry great meaning. And without them, it's very difficult to genuinely express sorrow. We're Francine and Byron Parola from Smart Loving. For more tips about relationships, visit www.smartloving.org. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. Now, there's one last chance for the listeners to know about a gathering for healing and hope. Now, that'll be held from 7 to 8 p.m. on Friday the 11th of October at St. Peter and Paul Church in Kiama. Yeah, true, Dodsey. This will be a time of prayer for anyone who has experienced loss. And let's face it, loss is a part of all of our lives at some stage. But it is not something that God wants us to journey with bravely on our own. True. So if you've suffered loss or hurt or know someone who has, you're really encouraged to come along. For more info, just give Mrs. Denise Adams a call. She's on 0408 360 034. Coming up, Pete Gilmore with Living the Gospel. Now let's live the gospel with Pete Gilmore. It recently dawned on me that this generation of young people today may never experience the infuriating and satisfying joy of finding the radio station they want to listen to by turning the dial on the radio. With digital radios, you find out the frequency, 94.1 for example, and you enter that in. Bingo! Bring on the music. Worst case scenario, you have to hit scan and sit back and wait. But when I was growing up, this was no easy process. It involved much patience and turning and listening and adjusting the aerial, and at times I'm sure we all struck the reach for the sky pose, hoping it would improve the reception. I think we often forget, in prayer, It's a process. 
I hear people say, oh, I don't hear God, or I find his word hard to read, or I can't do sitting in silence with God, or numerous other phrases. The more time we spend with God in prayer, the easier we will find it to tune into his wavelength, to find his station on the dial amongst all the noise. There is no digital radio to get God's station. This relationship requires your time and your attention. Try tuning in today. God bless. Great message again from Pete Gilmore. He's still in Rome. He's at a conference with Pope Francis, hearing all about evangelization in the modern world. But he told me he will be listening in again this week via live streaming. He's mad if he's not listening in, Dave. Go to pulse941.com.au or radio.dow.org.au. And he's not the only one overseas at the moment. With over 40 dioceses of Wollongong catechists or scripture teachers currently touring the land that Jesus walked on a trip to the Holy Land. Now, I know that we've got a heap of scripture teachers who listen into the program. They do an amazing job in state schools every week, and we hope they're having a great time of learning as they prepare to enter back into schools next term to teach kids about Jesus. Yeah, Dodsey, and a reminder time's running out to book for the Women's Breakfast. It's hosted by the Disciples of Jesus open to all women over 17 years of age and they can enjoy socializing with other women and be nourished by yummy food and also a speaker talking on spiritual matters. It will be held at Cafe SA, Wollongong Salvation Army, Burelli Street. Saturday the 12th of October, that's the date to keep in mind, 8.30am up until 10.30am, 15 bucks per person. Contact Derian Cadman on 0411 608 Believe it or not, that's the end of another show, Dave. Hope all the kids are ready to go back to school and I think there'll be a heap of mums and dads who are ready for them to go back. (laughs) Thanks to all our regular contributors, Sister Hilda, Bruce Downs, Pete Gilmore, Trish McCarthy and the Parolas. Got another big show planned for next week and I know that our audience is growing each week. So keep those emails coming in and also thanks to Bert for his continued support and his emails. Now if you incidentally do want to send us an email... You can go to thejourney at dow.org.au. And uh, look, we'll see you in only seven days. It'll pass quick. And remember, have, have yourselves a great week. The Journey is produced by the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong in cooperation with Pulse 94.1 and edited by Jude Hennessy and Daniel Hopper from the Office of the Bishop. You have been listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey on cradio.org.au. You can listen into the journey in Wollongong by tuning in to Pulse 94.1 on Sundays from 11am to 12pm or Wednesdays from 10 to 11pm. And you can tune in from anywhere else in the world through the Pulse 94.1 website or streaming on Cradio on Sundays from 8 to 9pm. To find all the episodes of The Journey and for more shows, talks and interviews, visit cradio.org. Don't you?